0: welcome to adventures with scars i'm your host lauren huffmaster i'm a seven-year cancer survivor living with metastatic breast cancer this podcast discusses the experience of cancer from the patient perspective and not just me all of the patients i've worked with over the last seven years together with all of our stories we're trying to find out what is the core experience of cancer Now, I believe we all share similar experiences, but we haven't put these experiences to language. We haven't figured out what is a typical response to cancer, but that is what this podcast is all about. We're going to discuss these things. We're going to find the core experience of cancer so that those behind us who are diagnosed in the future will know what to expect. The purpose of this podcast is to acknowledge the typical emotional burdens accompanied with the cancer experience. When we begin cancer treatments, we're given a massive binder with the physical side effects of the medications we will take. Then when we experience nausea or fatigue, we don't suddenly become concerned about a separate disease causing us to be tired all the time. The newness of the fatigue and nausea is understood to be the result of the treatment plan. We understand that others have experienced a symptom mentioned in the treatment binder, and therefore our response is considered typical. Unfortunately, there's no treatment binder for the typical emotional response to cancer. There's no reference guide to what is typically experienced by millions of cancer survivors. But just because no guide has been provided it does not mean the emotional impact of cancer isn't experienced time and again by survivors worldwide. This podcast is our first attempt to acknowledge and define the emotional side effects of cancer. We're going to talk and discuss the stories from hundreds of survivors and co-survivors, those living in the home with them, who are also experiencing cancer we're going to have these conversations until we can, with absolute certainty, define what is a typical response to cancer. The term emotional side effects of cancer is a word I had to make up. It's a, it's a phrase that had to be created because there was no language around the emotional experience of cancer. My last podcast, I talked about the importance of language. If we're not using the right words, if we're not going to ask the right questions, without the right questions, we don't know what the real problem is here, and we can't find a true solution. So part of this podcast is identifying words we can all resonate with, phrases that make sense to us in our experience as patients the better we can define what we're going through, the more clearly those who want to support us, the hospitals and pharmaceuticals, all of those in the industry of medicine can support us better when we use the terminology they can understand. And that's what we're going to do. When I talk about the emotional side effects of cancer, I'm really talking about three things, fear, isolation, and a deconstructed identity. Now, these are three things that I have heard over and over and over with every patient I've ever spoken to, with every survivor, five years, 10 years later, they're still often struggling with fear, isolation, and a deconstructed identity. And these are not things that are limited to the experience of cancer. I believe these are emotional responses to almost any trauma or living with chronic disease. There's so much that we are wrestling with. At our core, that comes down to fear, isolation, and a deconstructed identity. Now, I truly believe that these side effects are just as important to our health, just as impactful on our health as the disease itself. Fear is contagious. It's not just something I experience, but it's something I'm passing on to my children, to my family, even to my community. And so, as I respond in fear, I am passing that fear on to everyone else. Whereas my disease, cancer, does not get passed on. It is something that only lives inside of me. So with this example in mind, we have to come to understand how important it is for us to address the emotional side effects of cancer. In order to do that, that is the only way we can stop cancer from impacting the next generation. It is up to us. Doctors and researchers might cure cancer, but it's truly up to us, the patients, to stop the cultural fear of cancer so that cancer does not continue into the next generation. Now, isolation, something we can also easily understand. When we are going through a cancer experience, it is only for us to experience. Yes, the loved ones around us, they're standing with us, they're observing us from the outside, but they don't feel what we feel. They're not making the decisions we make. They're not walking through the treatments that we're, we're walking through. It is difficult for them, but in a different way. Isolation is something that's very, very difficult to walk through when you're going through treatments. You, Your life stops while everyone else's continues. Now we saw a lot of this during COVID, where everyone's life stopped. What they did in their routines, everything stopped. And it was so difficult. We saw the whole country shift because of it. But in cancer, one person stops while the rest of society continues forward. It's a much different experience. It's very difficult to, to watch your life go on without you. And this is isolation. Often, almost every time we talk to someone, they say, The people around me, they love me, but they do not understand what I'm going through. And the people I need to talk to, I can't find them. I don't know who they are, and I don't know who will understand what I'm walking through. And this is so deeply important for us to understand you are not alone. I have been living with cancer for seven years, but my hair is long and I don't look sick, and you would never know that I was sitting right next to you. But There are people out there who understand your story. Find one, just one person who's a young mom like you or a a corporate dad like you. Just find one person who's living life in a similar way as you who also has experienced cancer and the isolation will melt away quickly. The last side effect that I think is the most difficult to understand, yet the the one that sticks with us the longest is what I call a deconstructed identity or a broken identity. Our identity in life is based on so much of what we can do. You you are a runner or you are a climber or, or you, you are run the carpool for all the kids in the neighborhood. It's about what you can do. It's also about what you want to be. In the future, I'm going to retire with this is going to be secure and I'm going to travel and I'm going to do this or my grandkids are going to be here or or all of these pieces that we imagine about our life, the things we're going to do or become really define our identity. Now, when you're going through treatments and you were once a person who went to the gym every day or you were a runner or you did something physical and all of a sudden you can't do that, maybe for a year or longer. You cannot go out and engage in that activity that was so important to you. Then treatment's in, you get stronger, and you can. It's easy to assume that once you can go back to that activity, your identity is secure again, but it's not. Once that has been taken away from you one time, you know you can't rely on that to be your identity moving forward. There's a time in the future it might be taken away again. So you will always have some uncertainty around that piece of who you are. This is the deconstructed identity. There are layers and layers of life that we assume are ours. Ours for the keeping. Ours for the holding on to. Ours for the showing off. This is who I am. This is what I look like. And I. this is what people see me as and then it's unpeeled. This this layer is taken off. You lose your hair, or you lose a lot of weight, or you gain a lot of weight, or you lose a major part of who you are through surgery. These layers are peeled off of you, and you become more and more vulnerable. Then if you were the the person who earned the money for the family or you supported someone and now you're not working this this deeper layer of who you are the person who gives or takes care of others or is the the stability for your family that is gone more and more layers are taken off of you they're deconstructed taken apart and set around you and so they're they're still yours for the taking but you've been separated from them in some way so then it's just you <laughs> The person you are in this moment right now with your own thoughts and your own feelings, and that is your identity. I'll tell you, it is a gift and the most difficult burden you could ever feel living with the only thing you are, the only identity you have is the person you are in this moment with your thoughts and your feelings. And that's, that's all that is left of you. For some people, this is a gift because it reveals their true heart. Who they really are is someone who wants to love or or take care of others or or really be a safe space. And that feels good inside. And and they can emerge from the cancer experience with this nugget, this gift, knowing this is all I want to do for the rest of my life is live in this way. And it's my truest heart, my deepest values, the most true integrity of me. And other people are left, once all the things are are peeled off with no real direction, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want. I, I'm very unbalanced right now. I don't feel safe with my own thoughts, and that's all I have. And that is very difficult. But again, it is a burden, but it is a gift of a burden. If that's possible, it's a gift of a burden because you get to find out what you want. Now, the person you are today, you get to figure out who you want. You have a blank slate. There's a void there and that is very uncomfortable, but you get to curate an identity that will shape the person you will become. I hope this brings someone hope because it is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever experienced to sit in that void state, but to emerge from that, knowing who I want to be and being able to choose and curate my life around that idea was the best thing that ever happened to me. This is the idea of the deconstructed identity, the broken identity. These three things, fear, isolation, and deconstructed identity are our base blocks. They're the blocks of the philosophy around healing from the cancer experience. We're going to continue to discuss these ideas, look at each one individually, and figure out how to heal, how to move forward, how to minimize the bad and optimize the good as you move away from the cancer experience into a very fulfilled life. I truly believe, and I'll probably say this a hundred times, we have an opportunity to become the people we always wanted to be. I believe we are able to change the world because we have been empowered Yes, we had to get broken first, but as we emerge and find our strength, we will have practiced falling and getting up. We'll have practiced releasing fears and moving forward. We'll have separated uncertainty and assurance. We will have shaped ourselves in a way that make us uniquely capable, but it does require a lot of work. It doesn't just happen. And so follow our podcast, listen to these discussions. We're going to talk about this over and over until we can really understand the experience of cancer. I had to do this myself. And so when I talk, I definitely talk from my heart. They also talk with the wisdom of all the other stories I've heard. You are not alone. You can also move through the experience of cancer and come back and be able to see it as a gift. I believe in you. I believe in all of us. And I know that as we move away from the cancer experience and allow ourselves to heal, We will be a force that changes the face of cancer, that changes the experience of cancer. If you need help today, feel free to check out my my website, adventuretherapyfoundation.org. On that website, we have many resources, including cancer coaching and a platform called Rise, where we can help walk you through multiple areas where cancer impacts our life. We want to help change the experience of cancer. We're doing that by telling stories because this is the best way to begin. Follow us on this podcast, check out our website and let know for sure that you're not alone.